Always a pleasure to welcome Catherine Arts, the CEO of the VLGA, to our special newsroom segment. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm going very well, thank you. What about you? I'm, look, I'm fantastic because this is a celebration today. We have uh, gone past, left it in the dust, uh, episode 50 of uh, VLGA Connect, and we might take a moment shortly to reflect on uh, some of those episodes, but it is called Newsroom. So um, let's perhaps deal with a couple of the news stories of the week. What's been exercising your mind in terms of current events? Oh, look, the, uh, the Local Government Act implementation and the co-design work, of course, continues. And I would uh, draw our viewers' attention to the governance update with Steve Cooper. That should be up on our YouTube channel any moment soon. But what's particularly exciting with that is that the regulations that will outline the requirements of the mandatory candidate training are almost complete. And yes. the good news is that councils will be able to engage the VLGA or other third parties to roll out that training. And we've certainly um, had a lot of councils uh, give a sigh of relief about that because as you would appreciate, they're all so busy at the moment. And um, meanwhile, of course, our virtual candidate workshops are already continuing. We've got numerous schedules, as you know, Chris, and I, I think you ran one last night. Yes, it is my privilege to be involved in some of those sessions. We, we ran a session last night for Horsham Rural City Council um, with a good attendance of about a dozen people. Uh, not all from Horsham, mind you. There were some people from outside the municipality, which is perfectly fine. And we encourage people to look at the list of upcoming sessions. It doesn't matter where you are in the state. You can attend uh, any of those. Um, yeah, really good engagement around uh, understanding the role of, of councillor, understanding the election process for later in the year. A couple of themes coming out, Catherine, that uh, perhaps Steve and I can expand on a little in future governance updates. Oh, but one we might sort of comment on is um, perhaps a, 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 a tad of confusion um, regarding the mandatory training as opposed to the induction training of councillors. Mm. Two separate issues that we really need to be be clear about. So the mandatory training is coming prior to the election. You must complete it if you want to be a candidate. And then there's induction training that's required for successful um, elected councillors that I, I believe there's a six month window that that needs to occur in. That's right. And also, as you pointed out, um, anyone considering running as a candidate must complete that mandatory training uh, before they nominate. So, um, and that will be clear in the regs when they come out, yes. Which are, which are still, uh, still to come. Mm. Um, so uh, this week is Reconciliation Week. Yes, and the theme for that is we're in it together, which Indeed. I think is a wonderful theme. And it certainly, rec uh, it certainly reflects, um, you know, what is behind Reconciliation Week and the spirit and the intent. It's around, you know, people working together to progress reconciliation. It's something that impacts all of us, um, certainly in some way. And it's something that we should all be reflecting on during Reconciliation Week. And consistent with that, I'm really pleased to let our viewers know that the VLGA's Heart Awards finalists um, have been announced. They may have seen some of their profiles up on our social media channel. And next week in Reconciliation Week, we'll be pleased to announce the winner of those Heart Awards. So stay tuned for that. 
Terrific. Refer back to our episode uh, of a week or so ago with Diana David, the CEO mm. of Reconciliation Victoria, about the Heart Awards. And we're hoping to have a special interview early next week that's more specifically about Reconciliation Week as, as well. Uh, now, you've run a successful gender and disaster forum in the past few days. We did. We um, Back on Wednesday now, I'm just going through all the days. It seems so long ago. We had mm. a, a, over 150 uh, participants wow. in that live panel. And um, the VLGA ran that uh, alongside Jen Vick, who we have a partnership with, and you may have seen our media release that went out about that. And it's really looking at that matter, that issue of gender in uh, an environment of disaster. We had um, a speaker from the UK with us talking about that from her research and her perspective. And we had a local uh, researcher who's done a lot of work looking at the impact of uh, Black um, Saturday and also the bushfires on um, women and the gender lens application that government needs to be looking at, but also communities and at that local government level when planning for um, disaster. Should also mention uh, that that is terrific. But while thinking about gender, uh, you've also launched in the past week. You've had a busy week. Uh, the tapper on the shoulder campaign. Yes, that's right. We've got that out there, and that supports the VLGA's local women leading change program, which uh, encourages women to stand in local government elections. And tapper on the shoulder is a challenge that's been thrown out there to councillors to consider um, tapping up to five women that they may know, not only limited to their own municipality, it could be in others, through their extensive networks that many councillors have, and encourage them to have a think about running in local government. Because as we all know, the research indicates that sometimes women are not as forthcoming in considering these roles unless someone actually comes along and suggests or taps them off the shoulder. So I do ask all the councillors out there, men and women, to take up that challenge. So let's take a moment to look back 50 episodes. In fact, uh, we're up to, as of this particular episode, I believe episode 53, and we've produced those over the course of about eight weeks. People can't believe the amount of content, and we probably can't keep this up, I'd say, Catherine, for too much longer as, uh, as life starts to return to something like normal, but gee, we've covered some ground. Oh, look, we sure have, Chris, and 51 or 52 episodes in eight weeks, I think is a great credit to you and also to the VLGA for being able to be so agile and responsive in this environment. And hopefully for our members who recognise uh, that value that we continue to add to them and also uh, more broadly throughout the sector. I mean, the benefit of being a small organisation like the VLGA is that we can do that. We're not um, encumbered by uh, layers of bureaucracy. Um, we can um, adapt, as we've done over many years, to continue to add value and support to our council members and the councillors who are serving the community. And a credit to you and your organisation, the respect that you, you have in the sector, um, because with very little uh, fuss and effort, you've managed to get the the, the state minister for local government, the federal minister for local government, the shadow minister for local government, CEOs of uh, major agencies as well as uh, councils all very willingly participating in the series, which is credit to you. 
Oh, look, thank you, Chris. And uh, we do have a seat at the table. We do have a role to play. We're not a competitor with other peaks in Victoria. We're, we're a complement. And I think for the small membership fee that councils do pay, we really do deliver value in some very specific areas, such as supporting effective local governance through the support that we give to councillors directly, but also CEOs and governance managers. You know, we, we certainly have delivered a number of projects over many years that increase diversity around the, the table in local government, which again is a reflection of the principles of good governance. You need to have, um, you know, those decision makers reflecting the diversity of the communities. And um, we've supported reconciliation efforts through our heart awards and also worked with councils consistent with their community health and wellbeing plans to reduce harm from gambling in the community. So all very um, specific programs that support councils across Victoria's, uh, Victoria with their strategic plans. Just conscious of time, still a couple of things we'd like to do. So um, just on that last topic, um, if uh, councillors would like the opportunity to be involved at the highest level of setting the direction of the VLGA. You have two board vacancies at the moment, do you? Don't? We do, and nominations close today at 5pm. So please, if you're, you're a councillor at a VLGA member council, please um, have a think about that. Uh, the VLGA's constitution allows for um, greater participation in the VLGA's governance model, i.e. you don't have to be the council's representative. In fact, all councillors at a member council are the VLGA representative and are therefore eligible to participate and vote. Terrific. All right. So by the time a lot of people see this, the uh, the deadline is probably closed, but you'll uh, keep us updated on future episodes, I'm sure. I'm going to challenge you to choose one or two of our 50-odd episodes as your highlights before we wrap up. Oh, you've put me on the spot there, Chris. Look, I really enjoyed the... Um, the conversation we had about virtual council meetings, I thought that was so topical and relevant for that, you know, that moment in time and the interest and the participation from those who joined us was, was terrific. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I always enjoy hearing from the integrity agency. So the ombudsman and uh, IBAC joined with us to talk about the role of their agencies, I guess, during COVID-19, but also beyond. And I guess for me, I really liked um, Deborah Glass, the Ombudsman's comments about just because we're in this time of disaster doesn't mean that those principles of integrity and ethics and core values are still important. You know, just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean suddenly those principles of good governance, also those, those values um, get thrown out of the window. That's not an excuse. In fact, perhaps it's, it's more, more so the time that we need to be thinking about those. Absolutely. As we discussed with uh, John Watson on the episode about audit committee consideration, mm -hmm. it really is something that you need to keep in mind and be more focused on rather than less focused on. Uh, we've had some great episodes and I encourage you to uh, check out the YouTube channel for the VLGA and there's a playlist there with them all uh, if you haven't had time to catch up on them. 
uh, they'll be there for quite some time. So uh, you, that's the beauty. You can catch up at your leisure. And we've got some great things in store in the next couple of weeks, Catherine. We, we do. We've got, um, of course, the governance updates will be a little more regular because I think um, for all of those uh, CEOs and governance managers out there, there's a lot of work to do with the uh, local government implementation, oh, sorry, the Local Government Act implementation. We've got a CEO forum coming up um, next week or the week after. Which the 18th, will... I think, we record, so look out for that in the, in a couple of weeks, yes. Yeah, so, so again, as you said, we'll probably um, cut things down to maybe a couple of episodes a week, uh, but certainly um, have a look on um, our weekly update to see what's coming up. Terrific, Catherine. Uh, that's about all the time we have for. Once again, time just flies so quickly in, in the newsroom. I think we're on a different time zone. Um, do you have in mind a virtual song choice for the week? Oh, I do actually. Uh, one that has been um, suggested to me is Nothing is Going to Stop Us Now by Starship. Classic song, classic song. All right, I'm already, I'm already humming it in my head, but check it out on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you get your music from. And Catherine, lovely to speak as always. Look forward to catching up in the newsroom next week. Absolutely. See you then, Chris. That's another newsroom. And thank you for your company on VLGA Connect this week. Stay tuned for more episodes coming your way very soon.